Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. an extended bridge show, a Lugauer, going to 720, Chris and Tim have the call, in Brooklyn, Spurs Nets, Evan on his way out to Brooklyn, a big game, the Nets are on fire, and it's bad, it's good, it's bad, it's good, we'll start, let's get the crap out of the way first, let's get the crap out of the way first, as a Mike White myself, a Mike White supporter, a guy who loves Mike White, he's my guy, he's my dude, I'm a Giant fan, but I love Mike White, he sucked yesterday, absolutely sucked. Stunk on every freaking level. Anytime he tried to throw the ball more than 10 yards, it was the other team. It was horrific. It was not NFL level. It was beyond brutal. I understand he's dealing with a rib injury. No excuses. He stunk. The Jets now do not have a quarterback. We know that. It it, it is awful. Horrible. And everything broke right for you if you're a Jet fan going to that game. Which is rare if you're a Jet fan. Everything broke right. And I was confident. I said last week on the air, and I'll own it, the Jets were winning that game. I had reasons to believe the Jets were a lock to win the game. They didn't win the game. I knew from Jump Street yesterday, right away, within seconds of that game starting, that the Jets had no shot. No shot. Unless you are a wide-eye optimist watching that game from the second it started, you knew they had no shot. The Jet defense immediately gets gashed on the ground. Mike White, you could tell, didn't have it. He didn't have that Mike White flow that he normally has. It was atrocious from the get-go. And I think there's this feeling, if you're a Jet fan, and I get it, Jet fans are wired a very fascinating way. And again, not across the board. I do think there are some Jet fans that just think it's going to be bad constantly and are never in a positive mood or optimistic about anything. But I do think there are a lot of Jet fans that kind of are wired this way. The second they get a little bit of success, and I mean little bit, they start to think, we're going to win win the Super Bowl, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then the second things go wrong, oh, I want this guy fired, I want this gone, this gone, it's same old Jets. And I think in this spot, there is some middle ground. Now, we live in New York. Oftentimes, we're not a middle ground type of place, all right? It's either this or that, all right? I don't want to hear about the middle ground, but here's the middle ground. And I've heard it. If you heard on the station, I've been saying it forever. The Jets have a lot of talent. They do. And two of their most talented player players, Vera Tucker and Hall, are hurt. Those are the two best, two of their best players, certainly both in the top five, are hurt. So when you're evaluating them right now, you have two of your best players out. So you'll have those guys back next year. That changes things a lot. 
And we often compare Giants-Jets to talent. And I think, yes, the Jets do have more talent, no doubt about it, although I do think the Giants certainly do have talent, certainly pop spaces. I think Jets, depth-wise, have, have more, more, more dudes, for sure. But the bottom line is, and the biggest difference if you're comparing Jets and Giants, coach, quarterback. Giants have it, Jets don't. Good luck winning in this league without a quarterback and a coach. It ain't happening. Look at Jacksonville. People want to run Trevor Lawrence out of the league. They said he was a bust. They get Peterson, and all of a sudden they're going to the playoffs, or potentially go to the playoffs, and now he's the, the best thing since sliced bread. But the Jets lacking the coach, to me, is an issue here because he didn't get this team ready to play. Here you are with everything on the line. Everything. You get off to this great start to start the season. The Jets have been sitting on seven wins, which feels like, you know, four months. You get off to this great start. It's right there in front of you. Things continue to break your way. And they come out and are so freaking flat yesterday. That's on the coach. And of all people, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith's had a nice year. The Seahawks have been crap for a month. Horrible. They couldn't do anything against Kansas City. They couldn't do anything against the Niners. They come out yesterday, punch in the freaking mouth. The Jets don't respond. They go home, and here we are. I mean, what the heck was that? Horrible. The clock management in the Lions game, the issues with the quarterback and the way they've handled it. I'm not going to sit here and call for somebody's job, but if you have an opportunity to get Jim Harbaugh, you you, you go get him. And listen, Harbaugh is quirky, to say the least. He wears out his welcome, for sure. Uh, He wears khaki pants. Not that I would hold it against him, but just an observation. But he's a guy that could come here. We saw what he did with the Niners. We've seen what he's done with Michigan. And I understand around here, not everybody watches college football. And if you did watch on Saturday, which I know a lot of people did, because it's, you know, the uh, semifinals, and they lose to TCU, which is a good team. But this is a guy that took a Michigan program over that was horrific. They couldn't beat Ohio State if they brought Tom Brady back. And that's a team that has waxed the Buckeyes two years in a row. Harbaugh's a good coach. He could get you. And Harbaugh likes to run a style that I think the Jets are built for right now. And that's running the football and good defense. And speaking of that defense, where the hell were they these last couple weeks? A defense that didn't want Zach Wilson... They didn't want him to be his quarterback, and I get it because he didn't take accountability. And I understand grown men in a locker room, they see a young kid play like crap and then not take accountability. I understand not wanting to play for that guy because that's what the NFL is mostly based on. It's built on motivation. Most of these teams, talent-wise, are pretty even. It comes down to who wants it more, who's got the leaders, who wants to play for their coach, their quarterback. Well, you got Wilson out of there. You got your boy Mike White in there. And then you don't show up. You don't show up. Because the standards are high for this defense. You hear elite defense, Super Bowl defense. Well, they didn't act like it the last month. That's on them. Yeah, the quarterback was a mess. No doubt. White was a mess. Wilson was a mess. But the defense didn't do enough either. And this was a perfect spot for them. Geno Smith has played like crap. I I just, again, had a nice year, no doubt. Great story. 
No doubt. But the way he played yesterday, you would think, I mean, like, what are we doing? So I get it from the, it's the same old Jets. I do, I understand that. And in many ways it was. And they deserve to be ripped. The head coach, the quarterback, the defense, all around. There need to be changes. Because to win in this league, head coach, quarterback, you have to have both. You have to. No ifs, ands, or buts. Jets have a load of talent. When they get all their guys healthy on the field, they have those type of guys. But they don't have a coach, and they don't have a quarterback. Maybe Harbaugh could be that coach. I sure as hell would do everything I can to get him. And then as far as quarterback, we could go through the names. Carr, Jimmy G, Tom Brady, come on. I mean, Tom Brady's not going to be the quarterback of the Jets. We know that. My guess is if Purdy doesn't win a Super Bowl, which I'd never, statements you never thought you'd say in August, please. If Brock Purdy doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Niners, they will politely ask him to step aside so that old man Brady can come in and win a Super Bowl with the 49ers. That, to me, that's where that's going. And I know you heard rumors with Brady with the Saints. But I think the Niners is a spot, you know, hometown team when he was a kid. Tons of talent. If they don't get over the hump here again, now you bring in Brady to save the day. But the beautiful thing about this town is you have Jet fans, you have Giant fans. It's not like, let's just say, Buffalo. I'll give an example. If you live in Buffalo, I'd say 99% of the people up there are Bills fans. I'm sure if you looked hard enough, you'd find Cowboy fans in Buffalo. But the majority of them are Bills fans. You win together, you lose together. It's not like that here. It's not like that. And when you wake up today, if you're a Jet fan, you're freaking sick. You're miserable. You're upset. Same old crap. We've seen this over and over and over and over again. But then if you're a Giant fan, everything's bliss. We're back in the playoffs. We arguably have the coach of the year. The quarterback that we thought stunk, now everybody loves. And you feel like with the coaches they have in place, with the general manager, with the quarterback, with the budding def- defense, defensive players like Thibodeau, Sexy Dexy, Leo, Ojalar, guys that you think, wow, McKinney, that you could start to build an elite unit if we could get some wide receivers. We're in the playoffs with this team. We're fired up. And I don't care what you say. The success of the Giants, especially going into the season with the roster they had, if you're a Jet fan, that sticks in your craw as well. It has to. It's impossible not to. Because you're sitting there with your head hung low, you're upset, you're depressed, and your buddies, your uncle, your accountant, your pen pal are Giant fans, and they're giddy. And they have a right to be giddy. They shouldn't hide their giddiness But there's no way to escape the giddiness. If you're in Buffalo, you could all sit down. You know, right? Misery loves company. You could all have a cold one at the bar and just, you know, oh, the freaking bills again. They this, they that. Can't do that here. There's no bar for Jet fans. It's we share the bars. We share the subways. We share the streets. We share the air here. So it's added into it, whether you like it or not. And the Jet, Jet, the giant Jet fan rivalry is not anywhere near Mets-Yankees. It's nowhere near Islanders-Rangers. It's not. Those are blood rivalries. Knicks-Nets. It's, it's just not. It's not the same. But when you're a Jet fan today and you don't know what the hell, which way is up, your team spit the bit again, 
You have no quarterback. You want the head coach to be fired again. So now another head coach is coming in. And then you have to live in the world where your giant fan friends are excited. And that's just an awful feeling. It's just it's just awful, awful, awful. Unfortunately, there are great things about living in New York. That's one of the bad ones. Because everyone can't be happy and everyone can't be miserable. And you often like ponder, like, I've said it before, being a Jet fan, poor life decision. Yankees, Mets, right? Yankees, door number one. Cadillac, Mets, door number two. Toaster oven, although not anymore. That's how it is. But I, I, I implore Jet fans because I think, and that's why I led with it today, because I think you get the bad news out of the way. We're going to have so much time, including later on in the show, to wave the pom-poms, to be excited for the Giants. As a huge Giant fan myself, I am so excited. The fact that we have gotten through this abyss, I think about the last playoff game, the boat game, all the misery that came from that, and the crap and the disgusting football we had to sit through for years. Now we are back into the light, and we have reason to be excited, not just this year, but going forward. But I wanted to talk about the Jets first, because to me, this is like a funeral. Like You say, you're, you know, here lies the Jets, and we say this, and we say that. And he was a great guy and a lovely neighbor, and he always paid me back when he owed me money. But you got to get him out of the way, because the Jets, frankly, for the next whatever X amount of days, are freaking irrelevant. Unless they fire the coach, they're going to start Mike White again. They're basically Mike White versus Skylar Thompson, the epicenter of the NFL. I mean, they're basically playing like a, you know, a fifth preseason game or fourth. I don't even know how many preseasons they game down. I think they're down to three now, four, whatever the hell. You get the joke. You know, it's basically the, the relatives of the players are going to be at that game. Although it is in Miami, so frankly, you could go down there if you're a Jet fan. Because I think we talked about on the show, a lot of Jet fans were planning the trip down there. The beauty of that is you weren't planning a trip to, like, Minnesota. Now you're going out of Miami. You could go. You could party. You could play golf. There are plenty of things to do in Miami besides watch a football game. In fact, if I had the trip planned myself, I would not be going to the game. And I would just enjoy all the fruits of Miami instead of watching crap football. 877 Tommy Lugauer here, Lugie, an extended bridge show, a Lugauer. We'll take your calls, talk a little college football. It's been crazy over the last couple days, including today with all the bowl games, Rose Bowl game going on. Got a big one tonight on Monday night, Bills-Bengals. We'll obviously get into the Giants. We have a lot, I have a lot to say about them getting back into the playoffs. We'll take your calls. We'll get all into it right after this. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Downloading today. All right, 651 here on The Fan in New York City. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, an extended bridge show of Lugauer here. We got about, you know, 30 minutes left before we hand it off to Chris and Tim out in Brooklyn, Nets, Spurs. Giant fans, we've waited what feels like forever. It really does because the Giants are one of the great franchises in the NFL. But the last couple of years, they have been a laughingstock. They, I don't want to take a pot shot here, but they've been, you know, jet-like in a lot of ways. The way they've run their organization and all the turnover, and we've lost our faith in, in the owner and all the coaches, and the, and we don't like the quarterback, and we didn't want to draft him, and the Gettleman, who the, although a lot of his players are, are big contributors on this team, he certainly made a lot of mistakes, no doubt about it. I'm not trying to give the guy a pass, but he did bring in players that are contributing to this team in a big-time way. And one of them is the quarterback. A guy that we all, me included, wanted out 
uh, before the season, I said, listen, best case scenario for the Giants, lose a couple, you know, lose a ton of games, excuse me, win a couple games, get a good draft picked, draft a quarterback, and go from there. I had no idea if Brian Dable was going to be a, co- a good coach. Joe Shane, good GM, no idea, no clue. You know, these people that sit there, oh, this guy's going to be good. This guy, We don't know. Got to see him, especially in New York. Got to see how the way they react. And Brian Dable has answered every single, other than the Adoree Jackson thing where he should have never been returning kicks. He got injured, especially after McKinney gets hurt. You have your next best player in the secondary. You got him back there fielding kicks. Why? Why would you put him in danger like that? But that's fine. Every single spot, they've been able to answer the bell. So he's been great, especially the way he's handled the quarterback. Daniel Jones. A guy who has all the physical tools to be successful in this league. But he hasn't had the right tutelage. He hasn't had the right head coach to mold him, to form him, and to make him into a really good quarterback. Dare I say great quarterback. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is a great quarterback. Does he have the potential to be great? I think he does. Somebody asked me this yesterday. Could Daniel Jones win a Super Bowl? Absolutely. He can absolutely win a Super Bowl. Look at what the bro, look at what they've done this year with no talent at wide receiver. Now Hodges has come along. We'll see. Maybe this guy has something. We know what Darius Slayton is. We know what Richie James is. Bellinger coming along. We don't know the ceiling yet of guys like Hodgins or Bellinger. We just don't know that yet. We don't. But you can't help like Mike White yesterday, or at times like Tua, you see it, Zach Wilson. Daniel Jones was never that bad. You've never seen him be that bad. There was always the flashes, the big arm, the legs, just staying healthy, turnovers, things like that was sort of his bugaboo. He's been able to fix both this season, and Brian Dable's a big reason why. And now all of a sudden, and I don't want to think too far ahead because we have a playoff game in in two weeks, but the way I feel like right now is we have a little bit of a lull here. We could talk about it just a little bit. I am so giddy for the future with Daniel Jones. Now, I think you bring him back on a team-friendly contract, couple years, surround him with wide receivers. There's going to be a disgruntled wide receiver, no doubt about it, in the offseason. Do what you can to get that guy. Draft another wide receiver with Bellinger. Franchise Barkley if you want. I, I can move on from Saquon, but the kind of year he's had and the kind of talent he has, I totally get franchising and bringing him back. Allow the defense to take another step, another year with Dable. They're building this. I know People throw this word around a lot, and I don't necessarily love it, but they're building a type, a culture, a winning culture here in the first year. You've already seen them do, for the most part, the right things every step of the way. But you have optimism now with the Giants, where they were in such a dark, deep black hole that it felt like they were never getting out of it. They were continuing to change the coaches. Gettleman was a mess. Uh, the quarterback was not developing. And when you miss, it, the hardest thing to do in this in the NFL, if you're a GM, in my opinion, is draft a quarterback. How many quarterbacks have gone early in the top of the first round that have failed? It's happened time and time and time again. And when you do fail with that pick, it sets your franchise back years. Years. You can't miss. Think about it. You draft him, you try to develop him, he stinks. It takes one, two, three, sometimes four years to realize he's not the guy. Now you got to have another bad year. You're five, six years in the hole after one bad draft pick. You have to hit on the quarterback. And it looked like, at first, the Giants didn't. But now, and i got to imagine, you know, unless you are just like being, you know, some people, they have an opinion, they want to stick to it, and they never want to get off it. But Daniel Jones has had to turn all Giant fans into believers right now. 
They're going to playoffs. They're going to playoffs. The guy has balled the last two games. He's been good all year long. And we've seen it. And I'm not saying, look, I love Eli Manning. No doubt about it. I won two Super Bowls. Eli Manning is a great quarterback. Very, very good. Clutch. No doubt about it. We've seen it before. We've seen the formula here in our own backyard. And I think the Giants are building that formula. I'm getting those vibes of this Giant team, of those Giant teams that won Super Bowls. The Eli Manning years. That's the kind of vibe I'm picking up with this team. And I love it. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I am freaking giddy for this team. And you can ask anybody. I was as negative, I know, shocking, as it gets when it comes to the Giants over the last couple of years. But for good reason. You know, I'm not the kind of fan that just goes, well, you know, everything's roses and they're going to win 12 games every year and it's great and it's this and I'm going to sell you on that. No, no, no. Guys, show me. Show me something. Show me some competence. And the Giants have gone above and beyond all year long. And when it looked like they were done, when it looked like this year, they were done. They were going that Sunday night game against Washington. Nobody giving them a chance. It's over. Nice year, but, you know, too many injuries, not enough wide receivers. Daniel Jones can't win on prime time. They have no chance. All of a sudden, we fast forward here a couple weeks later, and the Giants are going to the playoffs. Imagine. Now, as far as the teams are going to play, you want no part of San Francisco. I understand Brock Purdy. They have played better since the Niners, since Jimmy G went down. They have tons of talent on offense. McCaffrey is a stud. They're probably going to get Debo Samuel back for the playoffs, even if they don't. Kittle, the defense boasted defensive player of the year. They are loaded. The head coach is great. That is a tough spot. Now, the Giants, as we know, have had success in San Fran in the playoffs. So I, I don't think that that necessarily carries over each time you go there, but that should not be ignored. That said, it's an extremely tall order to go to San Francisco with the talent that team has, with the way they're playing, and win a game. I think they'll be competitive because I think that they're well-coached, this being the Giants. I think they'll play well. The game you want, the opponent you want, of course, is Minnesota. You've played them already. You almost beat them. Kirk Cousins, who I think, me included, unfairly sort of pick on the guy. I'm not going to go off of yesterday. The Packers, I caller brought up last week, I think it was Richard in Manhattan. Why is the line the way it is? Because Vegas told you that the Packers were going to smoke the Vikings. That's why they were favored in the game. And guess what happened? Green Bay laid a whooping on them. I would, I would take that out of it. Green Bay, the more motivated team. That's not a fair assessment of what the Vikings are. Giant fans, you've seen Minnesota play. You know what kind of weapons they have. You know they can be dangerous. But that's a game in Minnesota. The Giants are very capable of not only hanging in the game, but of winning. Now, it's already gravy. The season's already gravy, but if they could pick up another playoff, uh, they could pick up a playoff win. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, and Brian Dable, coach of the year, for sure. Sirianni, Shanahan, you could throw out a bunch of guys. Hell, throw up Bel- Belichick and Tomlin. I mean, the Patriots and Steelers are like cockroaches. You can't get rid of them. Every freaking year they're in it. It doesn't matter who they have starting a quarterback. It doesn't matter who the players they bring in. You can't get rid of the Patriots. I screamed about it with Big Mac last week that I'm sick of Tom Brady. How about being sick of the Patriots and the Steelers? They're always in the mix. They always figure out a way to hang around, hang around, hang around. Even now, obviously they were great all those years with Brady and Roethlisberger. But now, you know, Kenny Pickett and Mac Jones, they're both in contention here. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, I went over my time. 877-337-6666. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie here on an extended bridge show. A Lugauer. We're going to take you to 720. Nets, Spurs. Chris and Tim have the call. 
We have an, an update here with Erica. We'll get back to your calls. We'll talk a little college football, maybe even a little Carlos Correa. Who knows? Maybe it could get done within the next two or three minutes. I doubt it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll be back. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Yo, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here we go, a little EDM house music. Uh, I guess you figured you were tired of Blink-182 for the 900th time this week, so we're going to hit you with a little bit of that music right there. That gets you pumped up, and I understand I'm extra, extra fired up right now, as I should be. I'm a giant fan. I'm pumped up. The Mets are spending money, although God knows what's going on with Carlos Correa, but I'm excited, and this type of music gets you pumped up, doesn't it? We were talking about this last week at Tailgate's. You know, uh, Big Mac playing, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash at a pregame uh, for a football game. And I'm like, you got to bump that, bro. That That's the kind of music that gets you fired up, pumped up. Tease it earlier. The college football games have been nuts over the last couple of days. Talked about it on Carton and Roberts. You know, basically the ball's dropping. And there's, you know, men. <laughs> the ball for the new year is dropping, okay? The ball for the new year is dropping. And there are men, because I didn't want, you know, you, you'll know, Rosie, when I say the next sentence. And there are men across the country, especially here on the East Coast where it affected them. They're sitting there going, you know, I basically have my wife, my girlfriend, random girl at the bar. I'm ready to smooch here, but I got to watch this game. The Buckeyes could win this game and go to the championship. And here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. That's why there are two different TVs, people. Even if you had to put the football game on the iPad, which is what I did, and I stretched it out as long as humanly possible, I could see it coming a mile away. I'm like, these freaking things are going to happen simultaneously. Now, my wife gets it. Look, I, you know, you live with me. There are a lot of things that come with it. And one of it is that I watch sports. I'm nuts. I'm screaming and yelling. It's part of it. But it's tough. New Year's Eve, they don't ask for a lot, but they ask for the, you know, the smooch at midnight, and you got to figure out a way to, you know, give it to them. No problem. It's it's easy. They're not asking for not asking for a kidney. It's a kiss. I get it. He forgot and never ending on, right? But you why? You, you, by the way, the semifinals are usually a disaster. They're terrible games. Both of them were awesome. The TCU Michigan was ridiculous. There was like forty four points scored in the third quarter, and you figure, all right, that's going to be good. Georgia it'll be a route. Although the line in that game screened Buckeye, but Georgia's a powerhouse, and we've seen the Buckeyes get smashed by uh, Michigan this year. They didn't play great against Penn State. And I just thought a Buckeye team in this spot, Georgia's going to smoke them. Didn't happen. Great game. So that was Saturday, and now we have TCU and Georgia next Monday night. But today has been insane. I mean, the first game. Mississippi State, easy for me to say, and Illinois. Now, this is the key. And it's not a gambling show, but I'm going to bring it up because a lot of you do bet on the games, and it's just it's just an interesting story either way. 
The line closed at three and a half. Mississippi State favored. I saw it at three. I saw some places two and a half. Depends on where you got it, right? The old depends on where you got it line. Mississippi State goes up three, like seven or eight seconds left. They kick it off to they kick it back to Illinois. Illinois, whatever, takes a knee. They got one play left. Now, if you're Illinois, you don't know the freaking point spread. You're trying to win a game. So they do the pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo stuff, and it's going on for 20 seconds. And I'm sitting there the entire time going, this could get dicey. This could get dicey. And the guy, I think it might even be the quarterback, throws it. Kid on Mississippi State picks it up. I think, like, off the ground. It, like, bounced or whatever. Takes it back for a touchdown. Covers the spread. Now, bad beat? Maybe. Depends. <laughs> a lot of people go, well, that's a bad beat. Not if you had the Bulldogs. Not if you had Mississippi State. <laughs> it's not a bad beat. You're celebrating. So they had that wild game there. Obviously, an emotional win for Mississippi State. But, yeah, it depending on where you were and what side you had and where you were at in the line, the range of emotions there is crazy. And when you every time the teams do the pitchy-pitchy woo-woo, and for those of you that don't, don't watch Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter, it's when the team's chucking the ball around and lateraling it at the end of the game. Pitchy-pitchy woo-woo. Kid takes it back to the house, covers the spread. Ridiculous. Then you had Tulane and USC. Now, to me, that game... Scream Tulane from the beginning. Free one here. USC, explosive offense, one of the best teams in the country. They have the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. Then you have Tulane, where 99% of the country, including people that went to Tulane, don't even know where the hell the campus is. And yet, USC's only favored by two? Hello? Ding, ding, ding. Whenever a ding, ding, ding goes off, and you think, oh my God, USC, go Tulane. Now, Took a while to get there, but the journey, they got you there. They fought back. I think they converted two fourth downs. They had the play to the end zone that they first ruled no catch, ruled it a touchdown. The green wave of Tulane win, and now we got the Rose Bowl on right now, the Utes of Utah, Penn State, the Nittany Lions. I think they're tied up early in the third quarter. But, yeah, just wild games. Even if you're not a college football fan, we're all football fans. You could appreciate great games, fun games. A lot of time these bowl games, people opt out, the transfer portal, you don't always get the greatest of matchup. It's a lot of the backup, the younger kids. But the games have been outstanding the last couple of days. And that's awesome if you're a football fan. 877-337-6666. Let's go out to uh, New Hyde Park. And Tommy is on the fan. Tommy, what's up, dude? Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I got to rant a little bit about the Jets. Go ahead. I am sick and tired of the same BS Year after year, mm-hmm. year after year. What the hell are we going to do? I can't take it no more. Where's the quarterback? We're buying. Are we going get, to get a veteran? Well, the quarterback's not on the roster oh, right now, getting... Tommy. So you don't you don't have a quarterback. It's got to be a veteran guy. You got to either get Jimmy G, Derek Carr. It's got to be somebody like that. Somebody threw out the name Jameis Winston to me yesterday. They're going to have to go get a veteran quarterback. All right, what's the next one? Yeah, but, but the thing is... um. Yeah, what about the coaching? And I heard the head coach is a problem right now. But, again, do you want Jim Harbaugh? I, I would think you would. But if you, fi- if you fire Salah and then you bring in, say, another guy that's just getting an opportunity coordinator, it's a roll of the dice. It could be Brian Dable. It could be a disaster. I think, yeah, I think, I know, I know, I know. Again, this happened last time I did a bridge I'll give the same spiel. Uh, the thing I love about Sports Talk Radio, and the thing I, when I think of Sports Talk Radio, it's a bunch of dudes sitting around, chopping it up, and gals, talking about sports, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, there's just certain words we can say off the air that we can't say on the air. 
And I, I, I admittedly, I have a potty mouth. I struggle. There are times where I'm sitting here and I go a million miles an hour. And when you do hear a slight pause, it's because I'm going to say a word that's going to get me in trouble. And I go, oh, think of another thing. Think of another thing. Tommy, the other Tommy, the caller, said a bad word there. Paulie was all over it. I was all over it. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't meant maliciously. Never is. He he really, that's how we was, the feeling was coming out. No there. doubt. Now, that wasn't like a prank call. Now, Inside Radio, are we naked? Are we good? Do we have delay? We're, We're good. good to go to another call. All right, let's see if we could go to Bobby here in Monticello. And Bobby, I hope you don't have a potty mouth, my friend. What's up, dude? Oh, uh, dude, I tell you what, I was watching that death game with my brother. Uh-huh. I've had more fun at some funerals that I've gone to. <laughs> Bob, uh, it, I, I, dude, it kidding. was over from jump, Bob. You had no shot in that game. You had to know from the very but, second it started, it was over. Dude, I'm the kind of guy that until it's over, I believe we're going to win. They Even yesterday? Win. What did you see yesterday that made you think that the Jets were going to win that game? I don't know, but I sit there and go, come on, come on, you can come back. So when it was over, my brother says, what's up with you? I said, I'm disappointed. He says, Oh, now you're disappointed? <laughs> I, I hear you, Bob, and, and good luck. Bob is sort of the, you know, uh, Cologido in uh, Bronx Tale. You know, it's over. Eddie Mush, he bet kryptonite. He's on kryptonite. It's over. But he's, you know, hang in there, kryptonite. Hang in there. That's Eddie Mush. And Bob is Cologido, or C, thinking that there's a chance. There's no chance. The Jets bet kryptonite. They were on kryptonite. It was over. That game, the Jets had no freaking chance. And I understand I understand wanting it. I understand trying to will your team, the quarterback, the defense, the coach. They had nothing yesterday. Nothing. It was over from Jump Street. Frankly, let's call it like it is. The Seahawks, who had stuff to play for too, were the more motivated team. And in a lot of ways in the NFL, Unless you're like the Chiefs, unless you're the Bengals, unless you're the Bills, Eagles, teams with superior talent, it comes down to motivation. Who wants it more? Seahawks did, not the Jets. All right, let's go out to Brock. He's in Huntington. Brock, what's going on, man? Lugie, how's it going? Happy New Year, baby. Same to you. All right, man. I'm just looking at this, man. I understand you're excited. The Giants are in the playoffs uh-huh. and they're doing good. But this giddiness and this day ball, coach of the year, I mean, they're 2-4-1 and one in the last seven games. They got smoked by the Lions. They got smoked by the Eagles. Yep. I understand you feel good was about good them. Cowboys good for a half. And, yeah. I mean, the reality is, I mean, I understand you feel good about them, but, I mean, this giddiness, this whole day ball coach of the year thing, I mean, I'm, the Giants are going to lose by 20 well, points in, like, the first okay, round. Okay, well, two different things. One, number one, they, they play the Vikings and not losing by 20. That's one. Two, what they do they in the playoffs will. What they do in the playoffs has nothing to do with Dable being the coach of the year. What coach has done more with less in the NFL this year? I mean, there's, uh, there's guys out there. Pete Carroll's done more with less. No, I mean, come on. Come on. DK kidding? Metcalf I mean, and Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker. They're 2-4-1 in the last seven games. They're I understand that, but they were, they were dead. Like yeah, but the, how have they been in the last couple? They've, they've picked themselves off the, the mat and have won games. Okay. A, a Joe Judge-led uh, Giant team beating the Colts yesterday? I'll answer that for you, Brock, and I love you. They're not. They're not beating them. Did you watch the team last year? Have you watched the team this year? They have some elite players, no doubt, but no coach has done more with less. Don't give me the Seahawks. Giants don't have anybody at receiver that even comes close to DK Metcalf, let alone Tyler Lockett. Come on. Dable's done a great job. And if they get smoked by 40 by the Niners, you know what? That doesn't take away what he's done this year, and it doesn't take away what he's building. Don't give me what the heck they did against the Lions. I don't care the Eagles blew him out. I don't care that the wheels fell off against the Cowboys, even though they played well, or you know, for a half. 
What have they done since? When you could have just, you know, wrote them off, McKinney hurt, Jackson hurt, no receivers, the bloom is off the rose, we turn into a pumpkin, whatever analogy you want to use. Instead of packing it in and saying, you know what, done a great job, good first year, awesome, we'll build on it. No. Brian Dable and this Giants team said, the heck with that. We're a playoff team. We've put ourselves in contention. Let's finish the job. And they did. And they did. This was a laughing stock franchise. It got to the lowest of lows. The Giants were as bad a franchise as there was in the NFL since the boat playoff game. That's just facts. Horrific, dysfunctional, comical. They fell so freaking far you couldn't find them. And here they are with a less than talented group. A head coach in his first year. And they are going to the playoffs. And if they play Minnesota, they have a freaking chance. A legitimate chance to win a playoff game. If you're not giddy, if you're not excited, if you're not pumped up, if you're not doing dances today as a Giant fan, then I don't know what the hell you are doing. I just don't. It's great day to be a Giant fan. We are in awesome hands with the coaches, the GM, and the quarterback. And that's something we haven't been able to say in a very, very long time. That'll do it for me. My thanks to Triple V, Vincent Von Vincent, also known as Paulie Rosenberg. Carton and Roberts are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll talk to you then. I'm going to hand it off here to Chris and Tim. They're out in Brooklyn. Spurs Nets. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the football tonight. Bills Bengals. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy. Later. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.